Alright. It's the Cares None Be Dope Podcast. I am your host, Chris Cares None. And I got a special guest in this motherfucker, Steve Carl, everybody. What's going hey. on, man? What's, What's going, going on? on? Well, this is number three. Three. Yeah, the second one we were good and toast. Turn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I haven't drank it since that. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. I, I, I do every now and again, but not, not too much. Uh, let me ask you this about, about the drinking for you. Because mm-hmm. you've never, I've never, as a matter of fact, of all the times we've ever kicked it, went to vacations, you've always been like the least alcoholic of all of us. You've always been like... That don't mean you ain't had your moments. Oh, yeah. But you were always the one that was not like your first thought, listen, let's get fucked up. As a matter of fact, you've always been like, hey, you know, let me, I want to chill out because you want to be ready for the next day or something like that. I want to feel good. Yeah. I hate feeling like shit. I know. So it's, it's, it's kind of a strange thing that we do uh, where we go on vacation, we take off of work, you know, we, we finally get a chance to relax and then we just beat the hell out of our bodies and just drink till we're sick and or don't sleep at all. It's just, it's crazy. So I just, I don't know when I'm on vacation. Sometimes I want to have at least a couple of days where, you know, you're just totally chilling, feeling good. You know, what was weird to me about vacations, because the reason why I would continue to get fucked up and stay up is because I was trying to get the most out of it. I would think at the time, mm-hmm. but my mindset now is just because you're up and physically doing something doesn't mean you're get, you're squeezing the most out of that no, juice not at all yeah like like that time we went to nashville and we were uh we were kind of what do we do we just randomly like google searched something to do kind of led us to some crazy places and like that's just something that you don't necessarily do if you're fucked up you just we could have just gone down to you know uh the the strip and just the gone group. to the bar and kicked it all day but we decided we can do something a little different and, and that ended up being one of our better vacations. For sure. You, you know, like when I think of Nashville, of course, I think of the partying and all that and the, and the ratios. But uh, <laughs> I love that Nashville ratio. <laughs> but uh, well, mostly it's it's that, you know, the, the, those times that we went and checked out the the plantation, the, plant, the plantation, <laughs> the, the wine <laughs> tasting, the, the plantation, the, the slave ship. <laughs> no. And then there was that weird like, what was that? Like uh, a hut? Or, uh, what do they call that? Like the the Roman Empire thing? Yeah, okay, that's what it was. Like the, what, 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 uh, like the it was like a fake Colosseum. That's what it was. It was the Colosseum. Yeah, yeah. It, it was like a uh, it was like a life size replica of what the, the Greek one was. Yeah, that was actually kind of dope. It was, it was interesting. <laughs> it was definitely interesting. But like you said, we normally would have just been fucked up. Then went down to the and listen. There's still times for that. There is times for that. You know, and just and, and here's the thing too. Another thing I'm noticing too. Because people now, people starting to know that I don't drink. They're like always like, oh, you know, can I drink around him? Like, I, that, that ain't, do you feel that way around no, me? No, not at all. But I know some people, when you say you don't drink, they're like, oh, is, you, you, are you a raging alcoholic? And I don't feel like that was ever really my issue. Yeah, I saw that in a, in a movie where it's like everyone who doesn't drink has a story, like behind why they don't drink. Which is, no, and, and yeah. I do have a story, yeah. for sure. But I even still, like, and you know, and this is actually a good segue, the way I think is I like to be tempted. Sure. Because the more, we talk about this all the time, the more it's in your mother, if you got the, if you're a cokehead and you got the cocaine right here, you know, yeah. <laughs> and you don't do it, you win it. Well, now you, now you beat it or you're at least beating it versus like the people who try to 
do everything they can to keep it away from them. You know, at the end of the day, if you want something bad enough, you're going to find a way, you know? So you right. got to be able to have it there. Like when I quit smoking, whatever I told you, I, I used to, you know, the, several failed attempts, but I'd break them up, throw them in the garbage can, whatever, you know, at the end of the day, the last one that won was just stick it right there on the, on the counter. And it's like, Hey, it's there. If you want it, just don't want it no more. That's the real Easy. killer. And, and you know what, what? What do you think that is? Because a lot of people, because like they'll give me, and I know you're the same way, they give me credit for like being, and I kind of give myself credit for being a cold turkey motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Let's cut it off now. You know, I'm one of those kind of people. And a lot of people like to ease. And I, I think you can get it done trying to ease, but I'm like, let's go now. Like, I'm not, like for instance, I'm not going to call my name out specifically, but like if you're drinking, and you're like, you know what, man? And you're literally in having an argument, not an argument, but a discussion about how you want to stop drinking and you're drunk and you're drinking. And then you start pouring out beers, which is a good start. But then you keep that last beer. You're like, you know, this is my last one. Something to me. Yeah, you're not ready. Deep, deep, deep. And, and I'm not saying you, you could probably still win in those situations. Sure, sure. But, you know. Yeah, no, when you really hit that point, it's fuck it. I don't. I don't want it now at, at going forward, period. That's it. It's over. Now, do you think it's like rock bottoms get you there? I think everybody's different. You know, that's why I, I try to not be too judgmental about the way that people go through their process because, you know. That's that's a big one for tough. me, Steve, man. That's a big one. And I, I'm getting better at it. But understanding that. So, for instance, as a person who likes the cold turkey and then goes all in, first of all, if I'm being honest, as hard as I try to go for certain things, I know in my heart I can go 100% fucking harder. Sure. And I, and I bet you a lot of people know that. Even people who are killing it probably think they could go harder. There's those moments where they're like, yeah, I bullshitted that, and I probably could have won. Now, there's obviously some balance. You know, I think you want to have some balance in life. Yeah. So, But I feel like with me, I give myself credit for doing that, but... The, I need to be a little, a little more, show, show more compassion and empathy for the people because my journey is literally 10 years right. of, of self-development, trying to figure this shit out, trying to think outside the box, trying to, trying to better myself. And, and, it, and it is a lot of work. It's a, and mental work, which is the hardest work. Like physical work, all day I'll take that over, like not take it over, but over mental work, man, the, the, the brain. Yeah, see, so you, you struggle because you've been putting in that work and then – you feel like you got the keys, you know, you've done, you done the legwork for the people. So let me, let me put you on. And unfortunately, like, you know, some, some people just kind of want to go through it themselves, I guess. And, and, you know, right. And, and, and I gotta be, I had to have more compassion about that and, and, and understanding that the reason why I'm able to fix my mind. And now I believe in like compounding interest on it. Right. So the more that I'm learning and, and, and I'm repeating what I'm learning and I'm just, now it's getting easier to take on more things because now I understand this new direction I'm going. Mm-hmm. So it's easier. For, so, for instance, um, getting comfortable being uncomfortable, which is something you know I always talk yeah. about. Well, it's easy for me to do a lot of these big th- or easier for me to do a lot of these cold turkey things like drinking because I have slowly over years we're slowly doing little things to be uncomfortable. Sure. You ever heard that quote that says do something uncomfortable every day? Yep. Like, that's some gangster advice. Even just one thing. They just want, sometimes, it, I'm so ridiculous. They'll be like a motherfucker, like say a next, next door neighbor. And I'm like, oh, you know. But then, I, and, I, and my first thought is like, go walk the other way. Now, now I'll be like, 
go walk that way. Walk right past them and just deal with whatever the fuck it is. And I know it's something small, but little shit like that, I think, helps get to the stop drinking. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. You know, because I'm like, man, which is a great segue, Steven. This is a, one I want to get you on because I just love talking to you. You know that. But two, as you know, I'm strongly trying to get my entrepreneurial mind right. Mm-hmm. And what I'm starting to learn, there's so much I'm learning. And, and you, you, I'm reading all these books and podcasts and, and I'm taking on a lot of information and all this shit seems so foreign to me. And... And I feel like a lot of things that I've that I'm learning that you've always naturally had as a child or a young man. So I want to bring you on because I want to kind of pick your brain about what do you think? So what is your definition of an entrepreneur? Hmm. Definition of an entrepreneur. Uh, and would you I mean, consider yourself one. one? Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess someone like the short answer would be someone that like works for themselves basically. And, um, you know, constantly sparking up, uh, ideas, but it can be side hustles. It can be, um, it can be a lot of things. So you can still have a nine to five, be an entrepreneur in my, in my eyes, if you're trying, you know, you're trying to build something, especially in the beginning, you might have to do that for sure. But it's like, it's that feeling that you're, you're never comfortable at a job working for somebody else. Like that's, that's like one of the, and, you, and you've always, when did you know you felt that way? I mean. How many jobs have you had? I've had, I've had a few jobs. Um, I, was, I was always miserable doing them. <laughs> and I always knew that that wouldn't be like the long-term <laughs> solution. But like growing up, you know, you like, it's the easy thing to do, you know, like just wake up, punch a clock, do what you're told, make some money. It's easy. It's nothing to it, you know, versus like you're seeing right now. When all the shit's in your in your hands, all the decisions, all the everything goes wrong is on you. You know, it it's a it's a whole nother game, but it's it's fun. You know, like that that gives you a lot of purpose. And uh, so I don't know. You know, I was I, I was always hustling growing up. You know, and just kind of never knew kind of what I wanted to do, but knew something would eventually. Uh, so what hit. was your relationship with money? So like. As, as, as like a teenager, not healthy. Yeah. Uh, but, I wanted did it. You respect, did you respect it as far as like, li, 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 before you answer the question, the reason I'm saying I'm asking this question is because I feel like you might've had, you looked at money. It, it, it was like, it was, it comes and goes more. Oh, yeah. Right. Which I believe is healthy that to a degree, whereas as opposed to the scarcity mindset where I got to hold on to it. Sure. I keep some of the shit I'm studying. A lot of motherfuckers say like, it's always about value, right? And then if you if you're offering value to the world, like the currency, they literally call it a currency, and it just money just flows. So it's like you have to be okay. It's, and I I know especially in the black community, and probably not even just black, just people in general, because most motherfuckers ain't got money like that. It seems as though like we put too much emphasis on the money. Definitely. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, so like, so what was your, you it, said it was unhealthy. What I think mean? it's unhealthy, meaning that the reasons I wanted it were unhealthy, you know, for what were those just to, bl- just to blow it and to just, um, get my hands on all the toys, toys that I thought were cool and that I thought would make me happy and all that kind of stuff. And, and, uh, when did you learn that 
that was wrong? When, when was the, when I got some real money? Once you get money, then you realize that all that shit means nothing. And that's that, what they that all say. It's a, it, it, it's a fact. <laughs> like you come, you come into some money, and 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 you start to see when you can buy whatever you want. Nothing, none of that shit's gonna do anything for you. I've had the nicest cars. I've had. It's just I've I've now finally accepted the fact. I went to the pinnacle of a lot of things. I mean, obviously, there's people way way crazier than myself, but I went pretty fucking high and I couldn't be less thrilled with, with the material side of it, the freedom. Now that's, that's, that's what it, story. that's what it is. So I wasn't so worried about the freedom growing up, but it was give it to me and mm. let's get crazy. And then I'd re I'd try to regenerate it because it wasn't something that I was trying to get to stockpile, you know, so I could be comfortable or free. It was something like that. It was just like, Get it, spend it, get it, spend. It. Now we gotta keep getting it, and get it. Which mm. that, which you still kind of do. Yeah, it creates kind of a, a, a fire in you that is is nice to have. Because again, I don't. I'm I'm kind of curious. Some of these people that, you know, are sitting on billions, trillions. I don't know where they get their motivation from. I, I'm not there. I have no idea, so I can't put myself in that place. But I would just think that there would be a point. Or if you don't, if you're not too worried about keeping up with the Joneses, because that's a big problem we have in the world. I feel very comfortable in my not giving a shit about that anymore. And then if you're not worried about the material things, like other than like philanthropy, like there's really. Which is probably the yeah, biggest one. Yeah. But is that what they're doing it for? I don't know. But like, I don't know how they don't just kind of get bored and, um, you know, and, and content. You know who you, I'm sure you've heard of Ty, Ty Lopez. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people say he's a scam artist, right? Mm, yeah, feels like it. And that's and it's funny because a couple of cats who I trust, the the, the entrepreneurial podcasts I listen to, everyone knows that Ty Lopez is considered like this scam kind of guy, right? But all these guys are like, I don't know what it is, but that motherfucker's got game. And I, and these are people that I've never, no one calls them scammers. Sure. They're just helping motherfuckers grow, and they're like, no, that that dude's legit. Um, he said, so whether you fuck with him or not, he made this quote. And I, he goes, first of all, that keeping up with the Jones and shit, he goes, it's not nearly what, you, what people think it is. He also said he wishes everyone could get to that level so they could realize that it ain't shit. I mean, but I feel like his videos still fucking portray that. Because I think that he might be taking advantage of other of the human psychology. But when, when I heard him in, in this two-hour podcast, it, it seems as though... He knows what he's doing to get this money, but he thinks differently. I'm telling you his videos where he's like in his garage with the cars. Yeah. Like, where, you know, that's that, that subtle bullshit where so you I know think, what you're doing. Right. And, and I think and, and I it, it, so that's a good question. Is it wrong? And this is, I, I deal with this a little bit, too. Is it wrong to profit off of something that you believe is like taking advantage of people's psychology? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes, I think so. I, I mean, it, I guess if you could sleep at night, cool. But that, that to me, that's kind of scummy to be sitting here preaching that, you know, you hope that everyone can one day get to that pinnacle so that they realize that it doesn't mean anything, yet you're just feeding into that garbage. I would, you know. And I haven't, I'm, personally, I haven't seen one of his videos in a while. Yeah, I, I, I haven't, haven't either, but I, I... But a lot of these, I'm telling you, a lot of these cats fuck with him, like... On some, let, let me get in the room with him because he'll put you on game type shit. Yeah. And it could be scandalous or whatever, but I, I'm just saying that's crazy. Like I saw him, I think I saw him in a video with that Grant Cordon guy mm -hmm. or whatever. 
he's cool to me. He's, I like him. He kind of he's a boss. tells you how it is, and uh, you know, he, I don't know. I like his style a little bit more than uh, Lopez, than Ty Lopez. But, I mean, but as far as making money, but what was the point we we're talking about? Um, relationship with money. Relationship with money, and so here, here's what I'm learning. Is I it's scarcity mindset again, mm-hmm. and I and I do this with a lot of shit. And I'm wondering where maybe because not having money growing up. Oh no, b- backtrack. Can't, I feel like I can learn what you've learned about having this amount of money and and feeling these situations and realizing it's dumb, and to not sh- not reach for that for those reasons. Even though I've never personally had that kind of money, but because of living, living vicariously through you and and being in some of the situations that you've done, and I was next to you and seeing it, and then and then trusting you because I've always trusted your judgment. You're saying, "Nigga, I'm telling you," and then I'm listening There's to all these a million people, yeah, like, and it's, it's everybody. I remember um, who was it? Arian Foster was on the Joe Rogan podcast, and you, you remember that? Oh yeah. And he was like, "I'm telling you, niggas, like it ain't what you think it is," and I feel like a lot of them say that, like almost all not. of them. It's not what what you think it is. It's and and there's a lot of niggas who say like, no, it's it's about the about the money, about the money. But then and they have a fucking billion dollars, but then they'll kill themselves. Mm-hmm. So I, what I'm learning, that's not the game. Now here's here's what I'm learning too. Here's what I'm learning is time is the real currency, for sure. Like more than anything, like that's the most important thing on the on most important resource, and. The, the gift and the curse to be an entrepreneur is you have, like, your own thing. You got your time. You got your 24 hours. And you can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> you want to go to the gym? Go to the gym. You want to go talk to a biscuit? You know, you want to go work on... It's that the flip movie, side. What? That movie, In Time. That one fucks with me oh, every time. It's the, that concept makes so much sense. Yeah. It, Just think about that. If your life, instead of your money, was your time... Like, how would you spend it? There's no fucking way you'd be buying that bottle at the club. It still kind of is that way because motherfuckers are working per hour. So to a degree, it's still like that. You're putting in that work to get money to do what? Yeah, versus like, but it's a a real complicated problem because you're like, on one hand, there's there's the money for the freedom. Then what do you do with the free? Like. I don't know. This game is confusing. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what the damn answer is. Because you could be like, oh, you know, just spend time with your, spend as much time with your family and friends. You know, screw working and work the bare minimum just to get by. That don't feel good either, though. That right? Because then you just kind of feel like a sloppy piece of shit. So there's there's like a balance, some kind of balance, and it might be different for different people. I do think that that what you hear is like doing things for others. That seems like the ultimate answer. That seems Nigga. like if you, so if the only possible answer that I will list or the only possible reason to get filthy, in my opinion, is you do, if you you're going to do, if you're going to do that shit with it, I could understand that. Like the reason why Bezos is still grabbing as much as he can, if he wants to be out here, you know, changing the world for the better. I, I respect that. And to a degree, I, there's arguments, you know, I guess working for him, I've heard it is, is shitty working for Amazon company. I've heard the opposite of that. So. But so you've heard the opposite. Like, oh, yeah. So like Mike Mack worked for them and said it was the worst shit ever. Okay. I mean, what did he do? I think he was like a manager in like the warehouse or something. Okay. So like, I, I just, I think they they have like, and I saw some jokes on TikTok again. Yeah. Basically where he's like, well, like watching over him or like, yeah. You know? Or, or like, 
they just don't they don't really get breaks and they work like crazy hours. Whatever. I I don't know. I'm not there. But I could but technically I could argue that he's making the world better because I can now buy something, get it in two days. And in some situations get it in a few hours. That's bringing value to the world. Sure. What I'm learning now about business and skills is the offer value yeah. and you good. 100%. And me and Derry had a podcast yesterday, and he's on some real good shit, too. He's like, here's what you do. You find your pain points in whatever. And you can think about anything you look at. Oh, smoothie. Well, the pain point was motherfuckers didn't want water no more. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what can we do to improve water? Then they figure, and then over time you figured out a way to do this. Shoes, damn niggas walk around barefoot. My feet are f- fucking cracked. Yeah. So then find a pain point. So then, and then you can do that with your own personal life. So what you do, and then that's how you find a business. So for your situation, niggas need to I, niggas need to dig this hole. I, I, uh, the construction site. I, you know what? I can figure out a way to do this and probably do it better. So I'm I'm learning that you got to have the skill, or or find a way to offer value. Sure. And and then and, and then if you genuinely do it, here's what I'm I, 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 again. Am I there yet? No, but I'm starting to feel it. If you have genuine desire to offer value to people, to be a servant to humans, that other shit will work. Now, don't get me wrong; it ain't just you know hocus pocus magic shit. It seems like it ain't. You know, you got to put some work in. You got to get your team around. That's another thing I wanted to ask you about, Steve. The richest niggas ain't always the smartest niggas. I'm learning. Mm-mm. And a lot of times, and, and, and I just watched the podcast before you got here. What what they do is tell me if you if you agree with this. What, the one nigga has like the, the the vision, right? Like, damn, we could do this, but he's like, I suck at this, I suck at this, I suck at this. I'm great at this, so I need to find a team that's great at the things that one I don't want to do, two that I'm not good at. And then that's how, and then you and you keep building these systems to get to your ultimate vision, oh, right? No doubt about it. It's the, that the most people struggle with, by having too much ego and wanting to basically have their fingerprint on everything. You see it all over the place. You and see it in Cares None brand, bro. You, you see, you see it every, everywhere you look. You you can find the 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 owner of the restaurant that like you know you get, you've told me examples where they're running around, you know, trying to bus table just. Freaking out, right, doing right. all this stuff when really what what he should be doing probably is looking for the next spot of you know piece yeah. of land to acquire so he can put this place in there right. and let the people who know how to run the building run the building you know right. because and, and who understand the psychology of people and how to treat them like that's who needs to be in that position not you the guy who understands you know location and you know what right which he clearly knows sure. and, and there's obviously he knows some shit. But it's like that some shit you you're not good at, yeah. bro, and you're actually hurting your business to to some degree. I've heard of businesses where, um, where the owner, like where where it basically was a retail business that um, the owner couldn't take uh, being in the store because he couldn't accept anything less than perfection. So it was just <laughs> like going in there, just waxing people, firing like you know because. We talked about this a million times, but you cannot expect your employees to have the to, same to have the vision, same yeah, feeling same about your passion, business. They right. don't. They don't. It's not their business. It's their job. And great in a perfect world, they're going to treat it that way. But good luck. You know, there's. Uh, un, uh, no, what do you think? So, is, is there a way to get niggas close 
I mean, you you, you treat them right. It would be help. You would you think friend them. You like you'd have to you have to care about someone on a different level or give them some skin. Maybe, but I don't even know if that'll work. No. Like like because I mean, unless there's the money is directly tied to the success. Therefore, but then they might have their own vision, and you could clash. You know, clash heads. I've had a situation where I tried to incentivize incentivize an employee um, on on kind of a bonus structure. You know, like company wins, you win. You're not formally an owner, but essentially you're getting a a piece of uh, profit, and it ended up turning into like, uh, you know, a, a brawl when you know we're in year one or two of the business, and you know we're trying to get things figured out. It takes time to turn a profitable business. And of course this person wanted to make choices that weren't necessarily good for the long term of the business more for the right now, you know? So for an example, like let's say you want to, you know, get your foot in the door with a new client. So you kind of have to offer a lower than what you would want, um, you know, profit margin. And how does that work for his bonus? He's not worried. He's worried about the right now, you know, because he doesn't know where he's going to be in five years. So and he, and he's so not thinking about the big vision. No, because at like, the end of the day, this is a sick world and no one trusts anyone, basically. So he's probably thinking you're going to build this thing up on my but, but with me and then you're just going to ice me, which isn't true. But that's just how people just think, how people think in this world. Yeah. Like, so it's it's sad. But so here's what I'm learning. It's <laughs> So there's things that I'm reli- religiously, I don't know the word, but like in my whole life, I've never been great at. Now, what I'm having the issue with, with cares none, when it comes to scaling, uh, is one, there's no way, it's, it's impossible for me to be anything like a Nike by myself. Mm-hmm. It's literally impossible. It's impossible for Nike to be Nike by themselves. Right. They pro- they probably get 500 people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and you know, and and years behind it, but there's some things it having trust in other motherfuckers to do it. One that they know better. So what I'm learning is it's like, wait a minute. So like I'm not I'm not a big fan of editing. Mm-hmm. I don't think but some people love editing. Sure. I feel like, and then like, if you want to keep your shit up to date, and you know how shit's always new, there's new shit that takes time to learn how to be a great editor, right? Sure. Especially, if, and then it takes literally, it just takes a long time to do it. Whereas those hours that I'm spending doing that, personally, I would want to do something else for the business, and two, it would be better served because I'm better at this. Right. So like, I'm it's. I'm now, until I find a team, until I figure the team part and get other motherfuckers, I'm going to be, I'm going to stay at this level until I find, like, for instance, and, and then here's the thing, but when I'm learning about businesses and brand, it's like, like, it, it's, it's way more, I'm okay with it because I love it. Thank God I've been doing all these uncomfortable things because, like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready because at the end of the day, if I have to live in my goddamn car, I'm, I'm willing to do that. Because I believe in, and, and then when you hear all the stories of niggas who made it, sometimes it gets ugly like that. Sure. <laughs> you know, it's, it gets ugly. Oh, yeah. And that almost adds to the value. A lot of times I've heard this. Tell me if you've heard this. They say when, when you've made it, and you, you always look back on those days when you were in the fucking garage. Oh, the, I believe that the, uh, like, right when it gets really ugly, that's like when you're about to break through. That's how, that's what I believe is like, and again, like on a small scale, that's, 
I, I felt that way with my business. It was it was as brutal as it could get for a second. And, and like you fought everything through it. inside of you wants to give up. Yeah, 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 I want to. Yeah, yeah, you know, you yeah know, I, I was, know. I was dark for a while because niggas need to hear that. That from so from a, from a, a successful entrepreneur like yourself, you had thoughts of I don't know a million. And again, I'm, I I want to preface this by saying that I'm not sitting here stunting, saying that I'm where I want to be with the business. You know, we're still growing, but no, but you're making strides. Yeah, learning and and improving constantly, but. I'm no longer kept up at night, you know, worrying about it like like it was. And so and I'm I'm now in a place where I enjoy what I'm doing versus if you would ask me that a year ago, I would have said I hated what I was doing. I remember we've had long miserable. talks. You were yeah. like, man, fuck this shit. But, <laughs> but yeah, like it's it's just that's that part of you that's like that little pussy part of you inside that just wants to quit, you know, that wants to. Once that cozy, mm-hmm. warm shower and that nice blanket, mm-hmm. and you just want to, you just want to mm-hmm. be comfortable. That that's that little devil talking on your shoulder, and you just got to be like, you know, hey, I Steve, I still, I still have these thoughts sometimes, and especially when I smoke, which is kind of why I like smoking because it makes me deal with this thought. You know, I feel, I'm like that. Like I want to feel this. The thought I'll have is sometimes randomly I'll just be like, to myself, what are you doing, nigga? You trying to you trying to be a coding brand like Arr! you know you, oh you you who who do you think you are? I really have these thoughts sometimes, sure. which is crazy when you think about it logically, because literally the thing's going on like fifteen grand worth of, sh- of sales. Mm-hmm. That's stupid to think that because clearly there's a foundation of something that could work. Clearly, 100%. It's, and yeah. from strangers, I heard this, this chick that I follow. She goes, "It's one thing that if you have a business and you start selling something." And then, like, you get your friends and family to support. Because they're going to support regardless. Sure. She goes, sell 20 items for some strangers. Then you know. Yeah. I totally agree with that. So I was like, okay. And I'm like, damn, I beat that by a lot. So it's like, okay. So now I I just think about that. If you're a guy, like, on the street selling a mixtape and you sold 20 of them and it was all to your friends and family, like, that's something to worry about. Right, 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 right. You got yeah you you need to you need to start getting stuff from uh, you know the outside world and you definitely have done that so I yeah but but, but those thoughts creep it, it's so fucking crazy and here's the thing and at first I'm like why am I having these thoughts like it, 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 am I not am I self doubt da 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 especially as a person who's always preaching to not self doubt it's like you're a human being this is right right and and then listening to all these other motherfuckers who are where I'm trying to get. And even further, they say, nigga, that comes with it. See, that's the important part is that you're listening to people who have done this and they talk, you know, versus some of these people in the, you know, you see on social media and all this, these perfect worlds and all this, it's all painted like, you know, like like everything should be great. Like there should be no, uh, you know, obstacles to overcome and everything should just come easy. And that's That's just just not not true. We mean, Derek, talking about this, everything is this. Everything. So like I've been I've been with, helping you out on, on the construction site, and as much as you know that like, we gotta do this, there's always something. Always. <laughs> like that's that's one of the things I've learned. Like watching you and your shit is shit that just unexpected shit that no one knows what could have happened. It's just oh we gotta deal with this, and and you have no choice but you have to deal with it. You gotta figure it out. You gotta yeah. figure it out. And and what I like about what I'm learning about business people and what I've learned about you. 
you spend very little time contemplating. You say, okay, you give it a thought, boom, boom, okay? You throw a couple of niggas' ideas, nah, okay, we're going to do this. And then you just ride with whatever the situation is. So And then and then hopefully it works, but if it doesn't, then we'll figure it out when the time gets. I've even heard you say, well, then we'll deal with it when it gets there. Yeah, you just do it again because you can't have that analysis paralysis or whatever they call you where people want to think through every scenario. You ain't going to get nothing done. You know? See, I feel like I, from the people I've been studying and then listening to you, what, it, what, what smart business leaders do is they make the decision and they own whatever the yeah. fuck it is. And, and it's on me. It was wrong and you wrong. take that responsibility. Yeah. And, um, and I just think that that's like, damn. Because I know one thing that I'm, I would have thought, and again, this is me unlearning shit, is you, you want to, and I guess the analysis paralysis, but you also want to make, I, I would always think you want to make sure to do, you know, I want to make sure, is this, is, are we sure this is the right way to do it so, so we don't have to do it again? But what I'm learning is, is a lot of times that turns into you don't get, you don't do it. Yeah, there's, there's an extreme on the other side where you don't think anything through at all. There's, I, I've known a lot of those where you just just jump right into something. I think there's got it, – it definitely has to be somewhere in the middle of those two extremes, but, yeah. Just. Is that a quality you say you have? Like I know when you're doing draft kings, when you're doing drafts, one thing I've always noticed about you, especially the one in Nashville, draft. Mm-hmm. And there was it was a snake draft, and there was a time limit, and you were on clock, and niggas was watching. It's a big deal. There's a lot of money on the line, and I'm watching everyone else's face. I'm watching your face, and when and when that time's clicking, you almost have this like calm in your brain. Like it's almost like your brain slows down, slower, a little bit slower than even if like a multi-second slower than everyone else's. And then you're not like you're not. I never see you doing. Uh, you never do that ever, ever. You never make those decisions ever. You always like, sometimes it's like you, you might even know what decision you're going to make, but you'll still just, let me see. All right, okay. But then you'll be like, boom. And I feel like your decision-making skills are epic. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I enjoy pressure like situations. So, but you hand like, you don't get, I don't ever see you flustered. I think it's because at the end of the day, I, I, I truly don't care. <laughs> you care nothing. <laughs> I, I don't know. I I just don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but like you, you just make a choice and you and you live with it. I mean, of course, when you bring up draft and draftings and all that kind of stuff, I'll have these regrets where I want to go back and be like, ah, oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. I deal with that. But you know, you wake up the next day, you move on. But uh. Yeah, you don't let too many of those bother you. No, for, but they bother you in the, in the moment. They piss you off. You know, like that last year in football, there was a bad situation there that I, had, I had lost some sleep over for a while. What, what was the one that happened it last year? It was the world championship, and uh, Zeke Elliott got scratched oh, in the last minute, yeah. and then you could have flexed to Tony Pollard and didn't. And, and that was a decision that you were ready to oh, make. Oh, I was so close to making, and I just, I just overthought it a little bit, I guess, and uh, – I remember yeah, one of the sure. ones that I do remember that you've talked about was Carmelo Anthony in Syracuse. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. What, what was that story again? I, <laughs> no, I do, you always tell me. I, I was riding with Carmelo all season. All year. All year. All, all year. year. He was like, these niggas about to win. I remember yeah, that. And I was in a real high-dollar uh, uh, tournament, like, bracket. What like like ESPN or something? No, no, no. It was like a expensive buy-in. It was like. 
not one of those ones where there's like 20 million people. It's oh, more boy. like like a 5K buy-in and okay. there's like 100 people or something. Okay. You know, it was, it was a big, big boy. And uh, I always thought it was ESPN joints for something. No, no, no. And I and I had a I had a real good one going and I had uh, Kansas. Basically, I, I pegged that it was going to be Syracuse and Kansas. Which you, which is with, on the money, and I went with Kansas. Oh, which is so fucked up. I know. The, Hindsight the is so stupid. Yeah, I was talking <laughs> shit to everybody. This Carmelo kid is—you yeah. can't stop him. First of all, that's crazy. That that was like in the college years, and that was Melo while he was in college, and now Melo's like fifty-five. <laughs> yeah, so like we think are. about that. Like that was Melo in freshman year of college, and it feels like that was fucking. Decades ago. It might have been. It probably was decades ago. <laughs> had to be what? Oh, oh, 2000? 2001, maybe? Yeah, because Le- Le- LeBron came out in what? Oh, three? three? So it had to be right around oh, 01, oh, 02, something like that. Yeah, but you've always done a good job in, 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 in trying to relate and, and get it back to the uh-huh. business side. It's like you just got to make some decisions. Hopefully be prepared. Prepare yourself. Don't be an idiot. Put the time in, work a little bit, but when it's time to make a decision, make it. I mean, it. I've gotten so, so much practice in the last, whatever, I've been in business now for five years in, in this particular business, and uh, I mean, again, I started this, not, I didn't, I didn't know what the fuck these machines were called, I didn't know anything about this business, literally nothing, less than nothing. Which is so awesome. Less than nothing. Went out, <laughs> bought hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars worth in, of in machines <laughs> with no ability to turn the damn things on and then no jobs no nothing lined up and just said, built it and said let's figure this shit out and so along the way i had ten thousand fuck ups fucking things that i had to decide and like nine thousand four hundred of them were wrong and 600 were right and we're still going you know like you just had it like you just Make your mistake, move on. Make your mistake, learn. Don't make it again. That's the biggest thing I that I could say to anyone that's going through this type of shit is make that mistake one time, make a million of them. Just don't make it again. If it's that fucked up, you won't. You know. Yeah, because I'm 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 starting to. I don't really feel like I make a lot of the same mistakes. Yeah, think about think about things that have happened in your business, and I'm sure if it like the what's the biggest. Like fuck up, whether it be like on a shipping situation, something like or, that, yeah, you know, or or alignment on the, you know, on a shirt or something like that, or or even um, not saving something on a camera, right, right, or right whatever, right, you know, right, right? right. Have you done any of those? This, you know, yeah, very, no. very, almost none. And if anything, because what happens is, and I've been talking about this a lot on the pod lately, the failures are low key your friend, totally. Because those are your biggest data points. And then when you when you get where you want to be, you've already made all the fucking mistakes. Like when shit's really important and when you can, you know, when right, a fuck up right. can really kill you. Right. You know, you're you already, you're already learned it. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel? Let's transition. This, how do you feel about mentorship, like getting into the room with the motherfuckers that know more than you? Like, are, are you big on that? Great. I mean, I'm. Have you done that? Uh, I mean, I'm trying to think of a good example of it. I mean, I, I always like to be around successful people just to kind of pick their brains. But then I am introverted in, in a way, you know, so that like I don't go out of my way to talk to everyone. But I uh, yeah, 
people that are interesting that have an interesting story um i i love to pick their brains so i mean i can think of a few and if if given the opportunity i would you know i'm in yeah would would you pay thirty thousand dollars to spend a weekend with a killer i'd have to know the, the so whatever, to, whoever the killer yes. is to you yes yeah. So you believe in investing in yourself? Totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in, in um, I, more than that, I believe in learning from people who, who've done it. Who've done it, and that again, where you want to be. The only thing that I caution is to trust. Make sure that they actually have that. There's so much bullshit out there. I'm so. But he, but he, let me let me rebuttal that. And 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 you're right. That philosophy comes off as a little bit scarcity, and here's the reason why: is because even if you spend some good money on a shitty situation. You could, there's still some silver lining in all the situations. So let's say you go to a, a conference and you didn't really learn much. You already knew there, but now you're in a room full of motherfuckers who are on the same shit you are. So now you, you have no idea who, who you could eventually connect with that could potentially, you know what I'm saying? So even the situation where the, the networking alone sometimes is worth the money just to know the motherfucker. Because obviously, if you put yourself in a situation where if a nigga, like, okay, this might be worth $30,000, and then you come to find out he don't really know much, he obviously was, un- he's connected, networked enough for you to believe it originally that he was worth $30,000, so he probably has some type of something in, in, yeah. in, the, in the game that you can get value from, even if it I was- I guess I, what I was referring to would be more like, not the example of $30,000, because someone that's doing a $30,000, like, session- is probably extraordinarily proven, I would think. I'm more talking about the the people who are going to coach you for a you know, thousand bucks or whatever. or whatever. You know, whatever that is. There's there's a lot of that going out there that just I don't know. You just have to be careful of that. I, I, you and I have a different philosophies. I think on on kind of consuming information. I'm I'm much more hesitant to take information from someone that I don't know anything about. Cause like, I don't know if it's true or not, you know, like I could learn it. I guess you can have your own. Um, yeah. That's, that's my whole thing is that you just take it all in and then make your own shit. That's yes, my but whole I thing. just, I've known like, wouldn't you, you want to know what the shit is? I feel like I would want it. Oh, okay. That sounds like some shit, but, but there's, there's a lot of shit. That's just, let me give you an example. Like this is, this goes down a very uh, sensitive uh, road, but, um, <laughs> I'm saying like I uh, on TikTok, there's obviously the vaccination thing is a is a big hot topic right now, and so I watched this the, video. The Delta variant. Yeah, the Delta. <laughs> Delta. So I, I'm watching this video, and this dude, you know, is on there, and he's like, "How are you gonna try and get? You want me to get vaccinated? All this, you know." But the CEO of Pfizer hasn't even gotten the the vaccine. He refuses to get the vaccine, and I'm like, "The fuck?" And that's I'm like, false. "That's crazy." I mean, that so, would be, that would be, yeah. that would so be then it's like, that's <laughs> not true, but th- so it was false. Yes. So there's so much of that shit going around that it's like, how do you decide what well, you're going to listen? Well, see, here's my thing, Steve. If you're about to just pay a thousand dollars for a course, hopefully, and I get maybe some people just, you know what? Fuck it. This is the way to do. Cause I'm, you know, I guess people aren't like that. Just do some, you put a little time into the motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? The reason why I'm now more willing to pay for a $1,000 course than I ever would before is because the person who I'm going to pay that, they've already been giving me free value that I've been leveling up That's on. That's true. 
So, like, for instance, a couple of these guys that I follow, like, once I get a little extra money, I'm going to do it. I'm going to put myself in a situation to talk to them. Okay. Because, and, and sometimes, and here's what I'm learning about, about business and everything. Sometimes the thing you need to know is a small thing. Like, oh, you didn't know, did you? There's an app for that, you know. So, and, and until you know someone who already knows that, because there's so much information out here. And then there's like a thousand trillion apps that, that, that can help all of us a thousand different ways. And sometimes they're just, just have, it might be worth a thousand dollars for this one person to give you this one nugget that could up you exponentially. Yeah. I agree. So I'm, I'm like, damn. So what, what I'm learning is, is, and you're right, I take in a lot of knowledge and some, maybe it's bullshit, sometimes it's not. But what I do is I try to formulate my own shit to the best of my ability, implement some of these things that I'm learning, see what I'm getting from the value of it, and say, oh, okay, damn, this nigga, hmm, like with women. That was a huge one. And I'm like, all right, because the first time I was trying to learn how to approach women and understand them better, everything that I was learning was so different than what I already knew. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, damn, this sounds crazy what he's talking about. I'm, I've always lived this way, but it's like, well, guess what, nigga, you alone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got dumped, mother. So I said, you know what? Let me let me try it. Let me try some of this shit. So then I started implementing. Like, oh wait, wait, wait. This works. This doesn't yeah, work. Yeah. yeah, you know. But but a lot of times, most of it works, especially more than what level I'm at. Now I do. I have heard this. Find whoever your mentor is. Like, let's say if you're doing one on YouTube, somebody you're following, take as much knowledge you can from them. But, and I feel like this is where I could get fucked up sometimes. Where that's the end all be all. It's yeah. like, listen, as much as that nigga knows the game, he ain't God. Yeah. No. He's a human being that fucks up too. His way ain't the 100% way. It might be the best way you've ever come across. It might be the best way that I've ever felt, but that don't mean that he's 100% right. And I know sometimes, like, I, I follow niggas to the team. Oh, you get, you get hard. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you go I mean, all in. <laughs> I'd be like, damn, because it should be working for me. But then, but but like I said, I gotta be, be careful. I be- think. But let, let me ask you this too: Could it be that some of the reason why what you're doing is successful is you, but because now some newfound confidence? Oh, because you, you know, what I'm saying you, you have this new this guy who's telling you this is gonna work. So now you feel like this sense of. You know, well, confidence. Be, well, because it has worked before, so I trust his value, his his information. But I'm saying, like the first time you implemented it, did you do you think you carried in extra? Cause I'm just saying, we. You know I would say confidence. so. I I definitely would say. In the very very beginning, especially when it came to women, these new understandings, it was a little tough at first because I'm like, oh, wait, this is different to to be able to say that to to upset them. It, it felt so foreign because I was always like, you know, don't upset them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And when I'm realizing that they're human beings, like they don't want to be treated like they're so special. Like treat them fucking normal, essentially. But that was a hard thing to get at first. So I did not go into it with as much confidence. Now I will tell you this: me being on the path of bettering myself and figuring it out gives me a little confidence because I know I'm putting time and work and energy in, which I know most people do not. Right. Unfortunately, if I'm telling y'all, let me let me go, sidetrack. Anybody trying to do anything in life, I don't give a fuck what it is. Put that legwork in, man. Put a little time in. Got to. Sometimes it don't even just be a little, just a little bit of time because motherfuckers, some motherfuckers ain't doing nothing. 
So you're already ahead of the game by just, just sometimes just even thinking about it. Just <laughs> think about this shit, and you're already better off than motherfuckers. I saw, uh, I was in Wheeling today, and you know that McDonald's over there by BG? High school? Yep. The fucking, the, the sign said, if you believe, you're halfway there already. And like having the vision, I'm like, damn, that's so goddamn true, man. That you're already in the game. If you just find a way to believe in yourself. And I think that I, and this is another issue. I got to, because when I talk to people, and some people come to me, you know, for advice and shit like that, life coach type shit. Or sometimes they don't even come to me. I'll just notice that they have these limiting beliefs. And yeah. that's like a that's like a fucking it's like a parasite in the disease in motherfuckers, man. Motherfuckers don't believe in themselves. And and then so, sometimes where I believe in myself so much they think that I'm crazy. Hmm. That's a lot of times like Kanye or even Trump. Some they think they, they think he's crazy. And I'm like, he's crazy because he believes he could be the president. I talked to some girl recently and she was like, like, really? You you think and I'm like I'm, to me, I was like, absolutely. I, I really feel like he could do it because he believes he can. Right. And and and, and the proof's in the pudding from the motherfucker b- before now. We all laughed at that shit. We all thought it was oh, a yeah, joke. No way. Yep. We're like, come on, come on, bro. The president, ha ha. Obama making fun of him. The nigga became the goddamn president, and half of the country fucks with him hard, oh, real yeah. hard. So it's like, well, you know what? That's why I'm not so quick. To just fall in line with society, bro. Because I'm like, society be wrong. I think I tagged. I don't know if you saw what I tagged you in the Miss Thompson Gary V thing. Mm-mm. He it came up again that that clip. Oh, that's a great. What about him swearing? Yep. Uh, in front of his kids. Uh, if anybody's never seen that, there's a clip of Gary V, and a lady goes, well, "Why do you have to use? Why do you have to swear so much? And you you know, don't you think you could da 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 da? And he goes, I mean, that's he goes in my core instead of saying. So and so, so and so, so and so needs this. How I talk is so and so, so and so is a fucking idiot or something. That's how I yeah. talk. That's how he that does authentic to him. And then he said, she goes, but wouldn't you think da da da? da? And she goes, if Miss Thompson is gonna judge me, you know, judge me for doing this, he's like, I'm willing to to take whatever consequence that is from not Miss Thompson if I'm being my authentic self. Yeah, hundred percent. Someone you said that with me with the uh, with the N word. Who, who still follows me, boss, and shit, but I'll never forget. This is me in the beginning of this shit. She was like, Chris, I love your content, da-da-da-da. She goes, maybe you should consider not saying the N-word so much. And I'm like, and and, and, and in the beginning, because I'm still learning, I'm, I, I contemplated that. Because I'm like, well, that's a good point. What if you turn somebody off, da 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 but, but then I was like, first of all, cares nothing. Mm-hmm. That's how the fuck I talk, so... Fuck you. And we could fight. The old me was like, we could fight about it if you got a problem with it. But here's the thing. That's Miss Thompson. Yep. You, you're claiming that you don't, that, that, that maybe it's a little the N-word, but you're watching. And you said that you like the content. And what I'm getting better is, and, and nothing too, like for instance, uh, punctuation. I'm getting better now. And I think Derek put me on this. Like with someone's punctuation, like you reading the comments, and a nigga's way off, but he's making a point. And then I would be like, oh, I'm dismissed. In the grand scheme of things, that's kind of stupid. Because there's a lot of successful motherfuckers mentally that are just dope people that just don't know how to fucking write. Never taught that. But does that mean they're a fucking idiot? Because they didn't learn the bullshit English 
sentence because they didn't go to school and fucking in Wheeling. I I don't think I should necessarily dismiss. I mean, it makes it makes you question. Like, I guess what are you like if you don't learn that very basic, um, what I consider to be a necessity to do anything. I mean, I guess like but Floyd, you still Floyd Mayweather is like a good example of someone who is successful and is. Not literally, literally can't read. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of them up. Or for instance, let's say a nigga who never went to school but learned how to deal drugs, which is a fucking business with a lot more risk. So if you know how to deal drugs well, not get caught, make a lot of money, do it the right way, clean it up, you're smart. You're or you're street smart. Yeah. And you could totally use those those skills in the business world. Yeah. I think fifty cent is is really good at that. He uses, and Jay-Z, I think, too. They use a lot of the shit they learn in the streets to the same principles they use. But So my point is, and, and 50 Cent, I've, I've noticed, has a lot of misspellings in his shit. Oh, yeah. But who, like, nigga, he's clearly successful. And he, he's more than just some pan in the, uh, flash in the pan rapper. He's oh, a yeah. businessman, a, a successful one. So I'm like, maybe I shouldn't judge so heavily because, and how about this? What if the motherfucker made a point that I agree with, but then his your was off? So I, uh, not now. So he's an idiot. But no, but he agreed with my point. Yeah. So I, I'm just. I, I think I want to be more compassionate. And, and Derek was like, "Yeah," because there's a lot of motherfuckers. Who, what about a motherfucker who don't know shit about English? Yeah, so, that doesn't make you an idiot. Yeah, like you could be. He could be a genius. Just don't know English. You know what I'm saying? He's trying. Like yeah. So and he's trying. You know what I'm saying? Or what if that motherfucker? How do you know that that same person who typed something on on IG or whatever on Facebook, they're not they haven't been working their ass off and that that's the level they are now where before they knew nothing, right? So I would actually be like, damn, if if I knew you didn't know what a word was and now you're just getting your yours wrong, that you you're the fucking hell out respect out of them. Yeah. yeah. So I'm trying to change my perspective, dude. This whole life shit, bro. This whole life thing comes down to perspective. Yeah. And how we see things and interpret this shit, man. And I'm. And especially with this business shit, just like you, bro, I knew nothing. And I'm, st- and it's like, man, like in order to run a successful one, you got to have all your ducks. Like it, to get to Nike, dude, it's it's multifaceted. Oh yeah. So like, and, and I'll be, and I, and it's not that much time in a day, and there's not that much, relatively, there's enough time to do. But if I'm trying to scale to that, I cannot take on these things. So I have to change my perspective. And find a way to get other motherfuckers involved. So either pay them, which is probably the, the quickest, smartest way to do it. I don't know about smartest, but definitely the quickest, more efficient, most efficient. Or find someone who's on the up and up, come up, and they grow with me. Right. So I don't know if, it, what, what do you suggest as a way to ask that? Like, I, I told, we talked about this before. The, the only example that I could remember was the, the bar stool um, when Portnoy was getting that going. It was on one of his, like, documentaries or whatever, but... Basically, he was, he was a you know starting up. Everyone told him he was crazy. He was trying to do the, uh, uh, the sports newspaper, and he needed writers, and he didn't have a pot to piss in. Um, so he kind of put out some ads and um, was like, "Hey, I, I I'm looking for writers. I can't pay you, but you know if we make this something." Was he already? It was already growing a little bit. No. Oh, so it was like not bullshit, (laughs) total fucking bullshit. It was, it was. So you would say he was even less than what cares none would be at this point. Yeah, I mean, you tell me. He had like rented out thirty of those little like newspaper boxes, 
and he was driving right, around like in a, a van with like a two-page newspaper that had like sports columns in it, but like, and he was doing it all by himself. Yeah, I mean, but then he brought on like writers, but everybody was unpaid. But I mean, he had no money. So I'm saying that's that's one path that I because I mean, I don't know unless you had investment and you you got a big amount of money to throw at it and basically build this team, knowing that eventually it will lead to. And I think, Money. and a lot of business doing that. But here's another fucking lesson that I'm learning from these. I follow. There's this uh, clothing brand called World Envision. Two young black dudes crushing it, just fucking. Yeah, cool. yeah I remember you telling. Yeah, me. crushing it. And one of the things that I learned from them, and we talked about this a little bit off camera, is raising money for capital, right? Mm-hmm. And then let's say you go to the bank. So, so you, oh, you got Cash Nine, motherfuckers buying it. You got photos, so you, there's social proof, which is huge. You need that. But unfortunately, when it comes to raising capital, the banks don't give a fuck about your pictures. Show me the numbers. Yeah, watch Shark Tank. It'll give you a perfect example. You know what? I just watched this to a podcast this morning with that Kevin O'Leary fool, mm-hmm. and he was saying what he's learned, the, 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 two, the two things that what he, out of all these years, they've been, I think it's five years or something now, or whatever it is. He goes, the two things that most of these, the people who get selected, the pitches, they all have this. When you ask them what they do, they can answer the question very precisely in 60 seconds. Yeah. No fluff. He goes, a lot of times, motherfuckers, you know, they, it's three, four, two hours, and they still ain't figured out exactly what the fuck they do or what it is they're about. Long-winded, yeah. Yeah, so it's like find a way to clean up your message, clarity. That's nothing I've been learning. It's like you got to be more, which actually proves my point, clarity. It goes to this next point. And then number two, t- show me the numbers. Yeah. Show, show me with yourselves. Show me. Because then, and, and now I'm like, damn. And that, that's definitely one of my issues. It's always been. And, and normally I would have been like, I'm not a math guy, right? We've talked about this. And I've never been great with numbers. There's, now, there's, a, there's, a, there's an aspect of, well, just put some time in, sit down. There's calculators and shit. Just figure it out. There's time. But then there's also, that's a learning curve and an energy curve. I can maybe get someone else to do that. Sure. And there's apps and shit to help you get it done too, Right. So he was like, you got to get your numbers right. Yeah, because, I mean, the, like, have you watched a lot of Shark Tank? Or- a few. I just started getting into oh, it yeah, recently. It's just, like, it's, it's great for figuring out kind of what, what an investor is looking for. Because the short answer is if an investor is interested in your business, it means your business is doing something right. And if your business is doing something right, an investor is going to be interested in your business. So, like, if you have real good profit margins, you're, you know, keep your costs down. And even if you're not scaled out, but that you show but that you there's a show, demand right. and you, sh- and you can show that you can produce it at a good profit. They got the ability to get, to get it out. You, yeah. And like, then they'll get your team. They'll get the teams in there. Yeah. They got, they got the perfect, you know, like whether it be the, uh, the one girl that, ex- you know, she specializes in like that. Fuck is that? TV show that they sell shit on. I, don't, I can't. Oh, remember. QVC. QVC. Yeah, she specializes in QVC. You obviously got Cuban who's networked all through and through, and you got the guy who did Fubu. You know, like, there's just this huge team of people, and they can kind of figure out based on what you do what your specialty would be. So yeah, like if you were gonna want to be on Shark Tank, you would need to show that you've got your numbers in line, meaning you're you're 
you're making a good profit and that you basically just need to be able to scale it out and and but, they but, would be able to help build the team. But, but here's another thing that I'm I have to learn too is taking action, right? But one of those things is for instance my my systems I need to find a way to document my systems and then find a way to to pay my we talked about this paying myself like that that's still confusing to me that whole paying yourself even though I'm the one running it so then you could so when you no longer want or can do that you know exactly what it would cost so try to explain to me you know what I'm talking about right yeah yeah can you can you can you break it down cuz it's I'm still learning that and I'm in like my, I this is in my opinion that as a business owner you need to pay yourself like not just profits at the end of the year or whatever but you need to if you want to get your systems correct and you want to have your business run right. Right now you're doing everything. And in order to appropriately price the merchandise for the future, you need to be able to price it factoring in that one day someone else is going to be making that shirt, something like doing the work and, you know, driving it to get it shipped and all that. So, you know, you, you, you're not doing the business any favors, in my opinion, to be a, uh, free employee, you know, so right, cause that's what it feels like. You're going to quickly identify problems, you know, like that was, that was something that I did do early on where I'm like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to put my blood, sweat, and yeah, tears. Yeah, I'm going to do, I'm going to do all this and, it, and it's cool. But next thing I know I'm bidding this job and all the while I'm, I'm, I'm looking at all these numbers and I'm bidding it like there's some, there's a free guy here. Like that isn't a thing. So, yeah, like you have to build it to be successful. Now, I understand that you need to, you know, uh, get customers and, you know, advertise and you need to do all those things. So certain sacrifices need to be made. But I mean, even if it's not like what you want to make in the future, it's just you just can't not do that. Or you can reinvest it back into the company. You need to kind of get going on a on a process that has your business used to paying someone to do the work that you're doing. So that, that, that I think is, and you helped me. I, I remember you said, so, so the way I'm running my business model right now is I'm the one making the products, mm-hmm. right? Which right. is dope. One and one dope is because the quality control, right? That quality control is epic because I know that it, I won't send it out, but there's other sources that like Teespring where you just give them the, make this this and when the orders come in they make it they send it out mm-hmm. now obviously there's pros and cons to that the, the pro is you don't gotta do none of that shit the con is and, and you get your time the con is they take a percentage of the money sure and then two the quality control again they are not cares none so they're more willing to let shit slide to get it out and they'll just deal with it afterwards right so but what you told me, if I'm not mistaken, was go do the research for what it would cost to do that, and then that would be a good way. Make that your cost. And then you, the a- added value will be that you're putting that quality control into it. And the good news is if you're ever in a position where you need to you know, outsource it, you can. Um, and, then, and, then I, and then I'm aware of what it costs. Right. So you're not fucking yourself. 
Yeah. We're trying to. Yeah, I, I just the, the the problem is again by you donating your time, eventually you're gonna have to hike prices up. Yeah, because that that's that's just, what it's doing. And and, and here's the, and here's the, here's the cool part that anybody who's trying to start some business, when I'm learning and when it's something that you fuck with, it's one thing if if you're making good money, you're trying to start this business and you're making couch pillows and that's not what you love to do, and you're working 13 hours, that shit sucks. You know, if you're doing anything that you don't love to do, that 13 hours is like living in hell. Yeah. But if you genuinely give a fuck about it and, 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 you, and you see the bigger picture, even the, the shit that doesn't necessarily, like, that's not as fun, like, for instance, editing. I hate it. But I also love the fact that when I do finish this, I get to get the shit out. So that helps me get through working longer hours to do something because I, I give a fuck about the outcome and what I'm ultimately doing. Yeah, to me, in my business, it's bidding, like the bidding the jobs. I hate that part. I, I absolutely fucking hate. So I like so what, so what is it? So explain what the bidding part uh, process takes. So it's there's so a blu- there's a blueprint that comes in. You need to get the blueprint out. Then you need to who analyze. Gives, who gives, where do you get the blueprint from? Uh, I mean, it could be from a lot of sources, direct from owners, from a general contractor. All right, so so start me from the game. Talk to me like I know nothing. So, so talk to me. So today, tomorrow, you want to start. So I got a phone call. Okay. I, I'll give you an example. Like I actually got a phone call yesterday from a guy um, building like a 150 unit uh, apartment complex. So how did he get your number? He got my number through a friend that I worked with okay. uh, on a previous job in a different trade. So now we're at base zero. So he called me up and said, hey, I heard you do this. Um, would you be interested? Do you have any, avail- any availability? He said, yeah. All right, cool. Send me the plans. Cool. So he sends them to me. And now what I'm going to need to do is you know, analyze them, kind of go through and you, you, you've been out there. So you kind of see, so I need to now, you know, walk through that whole process, find out how much dirt's going to go out, how much stone's coming in, how much material costs are going to be, how many man hours it's going to take, mm. uh, fuel consumption, equipment time, you know, like kind of all of those things and all the shit and all the, and then all the stuff that might happens. And, you know, um, so, I got to go through all of that and then have to put it onto a formal proposal where like, that's probably the worst part for me is like formatting these bids. I like them, you know, make them look uh, very presentable and uh, you know, the computer stuff's not my forte. So oftentimes Kevin will help me, uh, you know, with that side of it. Um, But it's just a long, tedious process and it's not very rewarding. So that's a pain point. I hate it. Well, so is there, what's the, what's the way to fix, to eliminate that? So are you essentially doing what we're talking about? Like you're, you're doing these things that you absolutely hate. Is there a way to not do it? Yeah. yeah, Well, yes, yes, there is, but that's going to require me to let go of some of the control because, and, and this is exactly what we're talking about where you need to be able to do that and you need to be able to trust people but on like that's one of those things where if someone screws that up, you know, um, that's a big that, deal. that number. Yeah. Like I, I can live with screwing something up and having it affect myself. Um, yeah, I'm, but I'm not going to be too happy if someone does it to <laughs> right, me, you know, right. like, so uh, it's just, it's just one of those <clears throat> things. But, but like in eventually, is there going to come a time where you're going to either, either learn how to love it or find someone that'll do it? That you trust, yeah, and see, I, and and I've had estimators that work. With so that's us. What, that job's called an estimator. Yeah, and so I've I've had that, but then 
the the part that sucks is that like at the end of the day they'll put all the calculations together but then i still have to like kind of go through it all myself to come up with the numbers so like it's not like i could just have a guy that does it all and then bang it's once i have my systems in place I, we will be able to do that that's the problem too is i haven't been i don't have good enough systems to just say like one run of pipe and one structure costs this exact amount you know what i mean after enough uh, and that just takes time. To yeah, learn just having enough data points right. to to go off of, and you can, you know, use that, and and then things. And that just comes with just experience, unfortunately. Yeah. But it's like, but so to be clear, like these estimating processes, it's it's like a three day. It'd be like a three day edit for you. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's a thing, and you guys then you got to do it. Yeah, but, but you know, after you do it, it's fucking vicious. Yeah, and I I love selling it. I now love doing it. It's just that fucking bidding, man. And and the, the the shitty part is, is that because I hate it so much, I don't bid as much. Like I, I you mm. almost have to, you almost have to sell me to bid your shit. Because <laughs> I, I like because like, I'm like I am not about to waste three hours of my time so you can go price shop me against somebody else. Tell me why you want me to bid this job with you. You know, you walk me through. I'm gonna make you. We're going to go visit. We're going to sit down at a table. We're going to have a coffee to get like, we're going to talk and I'm going to make sure you're fucking serious. Cause if you just want a number, I mean, there's a lot of that too. And and so early on when I, you know, I was full of piss and vinegar. I was, I was bidding these things left and right. And I, you know, and I'd spend days and days and, and then I'd be like, they won't even fucking pick up the phone. Mm, kind of burnt me out a little bit. Less. Yeah, yeah, now you're just a little yeah. jaded towards this. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's the answer is find someone that loves to do it or is really good at it and and that you, that you what, and that you vibe with too because mm-hmm. that's a big part of it too right for sure and then let me go do what i'm good at right because you enjoy the selling part you enjoy the doing it now part love it but you don't like that part and guess what if you don't sell the jobs then there's no i'm sorry if you don't bid the jobs there's no selling them or doing them so it's right almost like, like one of the most important parts but i just fucking hate it yeah, kind of like uh, like a dishwasher at the restaurant. Like, you know, it's like one of those jobs that's not very coveted, but it's like the most important job, and mm-hmm. it has to get done. And 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 to be honest, if your dishwasher's dope, that's vicious for your restaurant. But if the dishwasher's brutal, that could fuck really your whole shit up, restaurant. right? But it's one of those things. But then, how how many owners? You can't treat them like the 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 talent, and pay, you're not gonna go pay them the. Top wages to the dishwasher, ain't and isn't that fucked? So that's yeah. a, it's it's interesting because it's like arguably the most important. It's it's got to be up there in the top two or three most. Well, important I mean, jobs. as far as like, it's like an offensive lineman where like, well, offensive linemen get paid I'm a saying, fuck ton of money. Important as hell, but like if you fuck up, like you're gonna really fuck up. See now, I I kind of I, I kind of like that philosophy. Like if, if if there's some good money on on the line, you got to perform, right? No, oh, yeah. So and I'm okay with like. So the one thing I didn't hate about my boss, or anybody who, when you see the the big dog getting in the mud, I've always respected that, because then, because then, you dude, the owners busting tables. Like nigga, and, and you're mad that he's yelling at you for talking on the phone when there's three bus tables need to be bust. Like I understand that. So to me, I'd be like, there's no way. 
Because I don't want motherfuckers coming. I don't like motherfuckers talking to me crazy. And then you're giving them a reason to talk. And so when you bust your ass as the big dog, personally, I've always taken that as a, damn, okay, he's leading by example. Like, I can't fuck around because they don't come at me. I guess I look at it like I would prefer you to do, unless that's like he's doing it well. Which we and, talked and, about in the beginning. Yeah, you'd rather him be doing something that he, yeah, right. he's good at doing. I mean... So, so I, I agree with that based on what we, what I've been learning, what we talked about, and and mind you, as much as he's busting ass, him being there alone could still fuck shit up just because of his energy. Mm-hmm. But on but the reason I brought that up is if a nigga he's busting ass, so yeah, he gonna come at you a little sideways because you 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 being ridiculous, nigga. Like <laughs> I used to always wonder, like, and like nigga, of course they're yelling at you. Look what the fuck you're doing. You know, I used to always look at that, you know. Now, my whole thing is I don't like being yelled at, especially for something I'm like, dude, first of all, I, I kind of, I treat I treat people like how I would treat, you know, like a basketball team. Everyone's different. You know I'm I'm, I'm coming correct and I'm doing, I'm doing as I'm told. You don't got to worry about me for the most, you know what I'm saying? Don't talk to me crazy, especially when, I, when you know I didn't do anything wrong on purpose. Let me give you an example of what I mean to make this clear. There's a situation where I was on a party and with someone and I had a partner and these people ordered dessert. So they had to be out. It, it, they, they sat down at like five and they had two strong hours because we have another party coming in at, at 7.15. So we need to have them up. Yep. And some shit happened and there was some miscommunication. I had nothing to do with it personally. But I am still attached to the party, so I understand from the boss man's perspective, I'm part of this. But they didn't get desserts. They, they were like vicious. And our desserts take a little time. They had to be out at 7. They ordered them at like 6.50. Which means, so I, I get, the, the, you know, I get it, right? Yeah. But, but the way he spoke to me, I'm like, well, I'm like, well so the first thing I said, <laughs> he came at me, he goes, what the fuck is this, the motherfucker? And I'm like, I said, Parker, first of all, you know I come hard for you, brother. Don't talk to me that way. I literally said that. Yeah. I come hard for you. He goes, no. I'm like, that's what you're saying right now? Like, I said, don't talk to me that way. You know, at the end of the day, fuck this. I didn't say this, but I'm thinking, fuck this job. Because right. I can literally go next door and get a job, and I'll yeah. beat your ass. Right? <laughs> so don't talk to me, especially because I come hard for you, bro. Yeah. Like, I, what? Some of these niggas hate your guts, and I hate your guts too, but then they're, they're, they're doing dumb shit on behind. Like, I'm not doing that. And not that you necessarily know that. But I'm like, dude, I give you energy. I come in, I give you love. Like, don't y'all talk to me that way. Sure. And, um, but he would talk to you crazy. And I'm like, that's why I like you. And I see how you talk. Like, there's just no, personally, there's no need to talk to human beings that way. Especially if you know that they, they don't know dumb shit. Now, if they don't dumb shit, I, I still think there's a way to maybe not, you know, cuss a nigga out personally. But I get it. You know, you fucking up, nigga. I get it. As a matter of fact, uh, that Kevin O'Leary dude today was talking about, somebody asked him, like, how do you know when you need to fire somebody? Because it's, like, the hardest thing to do. Right? Would you agree that's one of the hardest things to do? Uh, I mean, I guess it, the, for me personally, no. But, <laughs> but here, I have a reason. I have a reason. I have a reason for it. Actually, he's a cold, hard, hard, hard asshole. No, it's because if I'm at the point where I'm going to fire somebody, it's they. It's so obvious that it needs to be done mm. that I don't feel bad about it. You know what I mean? Like I, I'll give a motherfucker some chances, and so 
Yeah, I, I mean, you know, if you've given enough chances and you've talked to and you've give, been given a fair shot and you fuck up, why should I feel bad about it? You know, like you you made the choice, not me. Now, some people would say, and I don't, I'm not agree with this, but like, damn, you know, his pregnant wife. <laughs> yeah, but then why is he a piece of shit? I get it. I get it. Yeah, like I like you don't just get unlimited chances because you got a pregnant wife. Like, like you were given a warning, don't fuck up. Like, nigga, his his kids ain't eating no more. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Sleepy Joe's got him on lockdown. You don't got to worry about that. Uh, this is gonna be a controversial statement, but a lot of people say that's this is gonna be very controversial. Disclaimer: that that's why men tend to be better in those type of positions because they they have less empathy for shit like that. They're more cutthroat. Whereas women, not saying that they can't, but emotionally, they think about the the pregnant wife. They think about the family. They think like like somebody goes, to, "Hey, Wayne, we gotta we gotta fire five hundred people today." The woman naturally, because they tend to be nurturing, they tend to give a fuck. They tend to be nicer human beings. They would think about it. not saying they couldn't, but more often than not, it'd be harder for them. Whereas a guy like, yeah, fuck him. Like you, you literally just said, hey, not my fault. You literally said you don't give a fuck about firing well, motherfucker. Hang on. No, 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 hang on. That's hang what on. you just said. Hang on. Okay, <laughs> you're taking it to an extreme. <laughs> oh, of course. I'm not just just like little old Johnny comes in and I oh, oh, fuck him. Wait, we gotta we gotta <laughs> we gotta save it. We gotta put another fifty thousand on the bottom line this year. So fire Johnny and his fucking <laughs> no no. That I'd feel bad about. Example, of, like laying off due to like just being slow or something. Yeah, that would be tough. That would be that I agree. But due to someone's just lack, lack of production, of, yeah. <laughs> what you're what you're saying kind of reminds me of like how like you know people can slaughter like a cow or whatever. But like if it had like if you give it a name or something, like it's a lot harder to kill that thing. If it's like oh like yeah Daisy, you know like damn. They, they, Have you ever had food that was just killed? I'm not sure. Oh yeah, fish. I, no, well probably for sure fish. Yeah, but. uh I remember one time I ate like a duck and the <laughs> and the guy, the kid was like, "Hey man, what, you know, make sure you don't, you know, spit out the the buckshots." <laughs> 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 There's some like little BBs in that shit, so you had to like spit them out. So that did, was did you catch fresh. one? Did you catch a BB? Yeah, uh, like, it was loaded with them. Little ass duck got shot like probably five feet away. <laughs> Oh man, I've never, I've never, like, you ever had farm fresh eggs? I probably have, but I don't, I don't know. People say game changer, like meaning, like they just rolled out the, like straight from the front, not the bullshit we get at the stove, like the shit we get at the stove, you know, and it's always the same size. But like somebody gave me, and I didn't eat them because I was weird about it. But a nigga offered me a cart. He's like, hey, man, because we had this conversation. He goes, no, I, I got I got chickens. I'll give you some eggs. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but I didn't get at the farmer's market like that, right? I guess. I, I went to a farmer's market the other day. Nigga had some peaches. Oh, those are dope. Yeah, the, the farmer's markets are cool. How do you feel about organic shit? I think it's all a scandal. But you th- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about the pesticides and shit? Yeah, I mean, I, I, just, I just think that they're like, yep, blink. And some of them get the organic stickers and some of them get the... Oh, you think it's that fucked up? You think they just literally just... There's got to be some rule. As, as a matter of fact, uh, I went to a farmer's market and the person I was with said that in order to label... And again, who the fuck is she? I didn't do any research. She said what she knows 
in order to label something organic, it's only got to be like a small percentage organic. Makes so sense. it's like not even enough to do anything, but it's more than nothing, so they can label it that. That makes sense. So, yeah, but I don't think it's literally like organic. organic? Not, <laughs> not organic. organic. Yeah, this one, this is an organic. The one before it came out the same machine, <laughs> not organic. I had, nigga, I had a peach. First of all, you, you fuck with peaches? Yeah. When's the last time I'm you had a peach? peach. <laughs> okay. Nigga, that might be the new fruit, nigga. That's, that's, that's more vicious than watermelon, I think. I had peach cobbler the other day. Oh, well, yeah, that's. You know what? Now that I think about it, I, I, do, I do love peaches. I didn't really, because I love peach cobbler. I just thought about that. But it's different. Peach cobbler and a fresh peach is it, different. It's different, but it's still peaches. It's still peaches. It's still peaches. But I've always been a watermelon guy, which is still fire. Don't get me wrong. That's just my soul. But, nigga, I had a juicy peach from the from the farmer's market. It was, well, I had one the first day, and it wasn't, it was still a little t- tough. Yeah, they get a little tough, but then they soften and, up. And, when, and I was like, God. Jesus, <laughs> I was like, this shit, and it was delicious. <laughs> and you can eat almost the whole thing. Oh, yeah. We're like these other all, all the other fruits, man. All, all the, the way bullshit, down to- just a little nut, the little testicle. <laughs> no, man. But uh, so, just to just to we're, we're in this one. It's getting at a good time. Right. Give me three pieces of advice for new entrepreneurs. What's the three things? No matter what it is, what angle, mental, this. Give three pieces of advice you would give to somebody. Who wants to start their own shit? I mean, number one, far and away, would be do it and don't stop to get to where you want to go. Mm. Like, you know, meaning just push through that bullshit. Push through the the little devil that's going to tell you to stop. Push through it Because everyone gets you know? that. I mean, at least everyone I've ever known that has gone, <laughs> right, right. gone through something has, has experienced that to some degree. And, I, and we always talk about it that I think that, like, that's just the way life is where you're never going to get anything real good without having to cross that threshold of... What I always say, Steve, the good shit happens after the bullshit. It's true. Yeah, you're just going gonna to get tested because otherwise everybody would do it. So, you, you know, that you know definitely that would be uh, my number one piece of advice. Uh, As a matter of fact, in my wall, so I got a bunch of affirmations written all over my wall and shit. That's how crazy that's cool. <laughs> Uh, and one of the things is the only way you can fail is by never starting or giving up. Now, I know some people might say, well, you need to know when, when to count your chicken, you know, or, you know, that whole thing. Like, sometimes you got to pivot. Maybe you don't have enough talent. How do you how do you answer that? Some niggas say, nigga, all right, you've been in business for five years. Ain't shit popping. Maybe you should try something else. Uh, I know. That, that's a good I mean, there. Is, let, let's be real with ourselves. There is situations where you gotta fold them. You know, uh, that that's true. But you gotta give it a, a full run. Like you can't be stopping because. Give me a situation in your situation where you would have to fold it. Well, like the the economy's totally fucked and like nobody. See my see. Okay, so my situation is okay. So even if even if everything's fucked. Then you just find a find a way to to keep going, or when you get back, you'll get back at it, right? Yeah, you could you could do that for sure. But I, I'm I'm just saying you could be like upside down. Let me I'll give you an example. Like you're a uh, home builder in 2008, 
and you have like seven hundred million dollars in like real estate, uh, you know, properties that you just acquired and you're starting to build them and and what should have been worth three hundred thousand went down to like a hundred thousand. You know what I mean? Like you just there's a point where you just like take it. Like there's there's no reason to push through it. There there is. And there's some some business plans that are just not good, you know, that just don't work. Like and maybe you could adjust it and you know I see I guess and and maybe it's because I haven't for for cares none, there's situations where the business account number could get to a, a scary level because I've invested it back in. Mm-hmm. But as long as I sell that inventory, I can go up. So it's like essentially I never have to hit zero unless I'm thinking once I start getting other people at play and then there's like salaries and then. That's, yeah, that's where so, it could get right, right. really tough. Is it, so it's by yourself, it's a lot easier to not quit. For right? sure. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you've got. The Twenty team, employees right. and yeah, and the money's not coming in. There could be, there could but, be but then, it, but my advice, and again, I'm you know who the fuck am I? I'm not just some crazy entrepreneur, super entrepreneur yet. Yep. Yeah, I like that. I see that. Um, I would say so when that when the 2008 situation happens, and it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be ugly. It's a bloodbath, right? And it's gonna hurt, and you might have to hang them up for a minute. But just because you folding those cards, man, you still at the table. You can play another hand, or you know what I'm oh, saying. Definitely. So I'm like, you, even because one of the. So I read that book, one of the, the sixteen laws of success, right? And one of the one of the laws is consistency. So I can only imagine some of the things that I've done, and I just for whatever reason something happened, so I stopped. Like for instance, when I was DJing and had, to, and I sold for some shit happened, sold my turntables. Which means right now I'm at ground zero because now I can't spin no more. That's yeah. one of, but I should have, my next move should have been finding how to get the turntables back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But so at that point, I was ground zero. Again, I was bringing by myself. But I was at ground zero and I never went back, which is dumb. Had a passion for it and everything. That's, and just, a, that's what I was going to say. If, if you have a passion for it, then another answer to give me an example of someone that should close the business down would be like if you lose your passion and you just aren't into it anymore. And like, you know, obviously that's that, fair for them. then, but then try something different. Like, and that's what most entrepreneurs will do. You'll, you'll get on to the next thing. Most entrepreneurs I, that I've known or like, you know, they'll, they'll go through like when shit hits the fan, 20 things before they find the one that they really uh-huh. love too. You know, like that, that, that is okay as well. It's just to keep, keep trying and making adjustments and, like that guy uh, from Draft, Jeremy Levine. Um, right. Oh, the, the owner. The yeah. owner of Draft, right? And he. He's still the he's owner? Not, dude. No, he sold it. That's he's right. fucking sold like five businesses. So he just he builds them, it. sells them, d- develops it, sells them, builds it, develops and them, you, sells them. Now, let me ask you this because you got to speak to him on a little bit more deep level, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Is he one of these creators cor- of people kind of human beings? Oh, yeah. Like, okay, I want to do this, so let's get this guy involved. 100%. Hundred percent. He's got money guys. He's got IT guys. He's got, um, you know, he's got all that. Like, he's almost like the DJ Khaled of business. Yeah, because he's not, he's not the master of anything. He's just, he's he'll put together the team, and he's willing to roll the dice. You know, and, it and seems he's like the that's, face of it. that's yeah. the fucking key, man. That I get it now. It's because it's like, and I know we talked about this a little earlier. I can't do it all. 
No. You know, and and, and the thing is, it's like, oh, and, and with me, it's like a it's a money issue too. Sometimes it's like, oh, well, I'm not gonna pay this guy 150 bucks when I can do it myself. But that's like, but well, but that costs you four hours. So how much is your time worth? And I'm that's what's starting to click. It's like, I could do it because I I believe I can do any fucking thing. And I probably do a decent job at it, but unfortunately, what I also know is that in order to be decent, that's something you're going to put some time into it. Yeah, like LeBron James can like clean his house, but like he's got more important shit he could be doing. You know, like right, right. like practicing the goddamn yeah. free throws. So, so pay fucking the right, pay the now. But in his situation, he actually has the money. So what about a month? So what would be your advice to? There, there might be a point where you have to do the in the beginning where you're trying to raise capital for yourself. You have to put the work in. Sure. So, like, I feel like I'm at a level now personally where I still, unfortunately, until I get to a level or or figure out the number side of it and have it so, you know, so on point. And then you go to someone who had it and say, this is what I need. But it's all and if it's clean. If if it's like a legit business plan and it, and it's legit, then that's how I can get around that, right? Because that no one's just going to just give you to you unless they have some type of, unless they give a like you, like if you're going to invest in someone, you got to trust that there's a reason you know you're not going to just throw away, you know, money just for just cause. Yeah. But in order to my point is is but it, to, to really get that. Have your deduction roll, and then, so then you can really go to some banks and shit and get some real money. Yeah. So, 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 so that would be my advice to someone or to myself. <laughs> you know, and I, and that's definitely one of my issues. Is like, you gotta get the organization. That's why, I like that, Kevin having Kevin, like, oh, that's yeah. so gangster, bro. His his philosophy for business, it's like that's you need that. Oh yeah, there'd be no way. He's that, a gangster. It, it would not work. Bro. I would not survive without him doing. Cause you, all I know you used to handle issues with. Tell me if I'm wrong. Just pay it. Oh yeah, and he's like, "That's dumb. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> We're not going to pay that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's figure this out and and hold everyone accountable. Versus like, I just don't want to spend the time on that. And it's a, it's important because people figure you know they'll figure that out and then start taking advantage. Yeah, that's a huge dude. Having your being on point of the numbers, which comes down to the, one of the ultimate goals is clarity, to be to see everything. There is not one cent, not one. Literally, I'm not exaggerating this. Not one cent since we started this business that we do not know exactly where it went okay. and for what. Maybe except for that gas receipt. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Damn. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, there was like just everything is so meticulously accounted for. And I am just I'm literally not capable of it. So I know what you're saying, because if I if I had to do what you're doing and do that part, it would it just wouldn't work. Like, I can't I, I can do it. But it's the but time it's just too yeah. much fucking time. Like you said, when when you're when you're so um, inexperienced at it, it would just take so much learning and so much time to get it be doing nothing else. Right. Yeah, like, like, and so then you have to kind of prioritize, and that's not, and that's another thing, too. Because, so, like, and in, with, with Cares None, for instance, there's a lot of it's multifaceted, there's a lot of things that I do to make this whole thing right. make sense, right? 
but what I'm learning is all these business motherfuckers say, man, you you might have to to really do some shit to to focus on something or get the team to do the other parts. Right. So it's like, man, like, cause I still, so let me just throw it out there. And again, I'm doing all this and don't know none of it. I'm learning all of it as we go from marketing your shit to learning how to brand your shit. Right. Or cares none. I still got my social media following that I have to keep because that's, that's what got this whole thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I still got to be on the comedy shit. Well, I mean, I don't have to, but in order to keep what I think is going, I, then I got to try to learn. These, I'm thinking I still got to learn these new ones. I gotta, got Now I got to be on TikTok because that's the new way to get the social media game. Everyone's saying you're stupid if you're not on TikTok, which we, we said this because it's the fastest growing one. Then I got to find new ways to learn how to press the shit and, and make the physical products. Then I'm still working on my own mental. So I, I to, and to me, that might be the most important when I got to figure out, get rid of my procrastinations, get rid of my self-belief and disbelief. I got, and which takes the most time. Oh, yeah. And it's like, and that's the one thing good about being on your own time, but it's like, I'm, I'm, so, I'm spread thin. Then you got to do the accounting and the number. Yeah, and yeah, I, right. And, right. It's like, okay, I need a team now. So naturally, you're going to put whatever you are least good at or like least toward the back, right? Like clear, like like 100%. the accounting part. Right. So which is like, probably the most important part, arguably. With, as, as a matter of fact, if, if you're going to raise capital, it's the most important part. Then think of Kevin O'Leary, he literally said it today. He goes, have your fucking plan and have your numbers right. That's what niggas look for. Oh, yeah, because, again, you, you go in to try and pitch something, and they're like, nigga, they're gonna so laugh show at me exactly you got you know, some pictures, what, you, nigga? what you did, and you're like, uh, I think I'm. I think it's like no. They would laugh you right there. <laughs> right, they like who let this motherfucker yeah, in the like door? How, you, would, you wouldn't even get past the front door. Yeah, right. So I'm not even gonna waste my time coming at them yet. But I, but but I'm telling you this now. I promise you, one way or another, it's gonna get figured out. Yep. Because at the very minimum, I'm gonna have someone else do it. Yeah. You might need to do. And at and at the like I said earlier, they got they, they got these apps like QuickBooks. Like there's ways to at least make it easier. For sure. But, but there's the, also people who are really good at this. That, and that like easy. to do it, too. Yeah, that it's going to be like, th- what you're saying is a problem. They're like, this is fucking nothing. Right. Right. Yeah, like, th- this is the easiest thing that I've ever heard in my life. You know, that that's what, so. Or, or, and, like, the advertisement. Like, like it, it, I know a little bit more than the average person because I've been putting time and course and shit. But it still feels like Spanish. But in order to scale an e-commerce business, you have to know the advertisement. Right, for sure. It's just you have to, and but here's the problem: if if you don't really know, you could literally just be pissing your money out the window. And when you're an up and coming business and you still got all the life and shit, it's it's really hard to just piss money out the window trying to learn lessons. Yeah. So that that I'm gonna have to, <laughs> you know. And that's the other thing where sometimes paying someone who already knows those answers could maybe be. Might end up saving you. Like it and sounds more expensive, but right. you're actually saving in the long run. Which is a philosophy thing that I'm learning. It's like, and that, like, nigga, like, even just like with bills and shit, bro, I've always had a hard time with this in life. And I wonder what this is of just do it now. Like, I have this weird feeling. I'm, I'm being vulnerable as fuck. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Like, let's say my account, my number in my account is, is at this level. And I know I got a bill due tomorrow. 
it takes a lot out of it because I don't want to see the number go down. Yeah, you hold on. Yeah, and, and then sometimes I don't to. do it and some, yeah. until you have to have to. Sometimes I like I'm not gonna pay that because I don't want to see that number go down. Which like, oh, what if something more pressing comes along? Or that's something? the that's kind of what the feeling is. What if I need this? But that's scarcity, right? Yeah, that's that's a scarcity mindset. Well, hundred percent. Because I, I was like I I even then when I'm like, dude, that, that's dumb. Even if something happens, that's one less thing because now you'll have two things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like now you got two. And then you got to make a decision like, oh, shit. And then, like, let's be honest, you say it, it might be more important. But And, and it, with me, it's not. it really isn't a reason of uh, I want to save money to buy some shit. I'm not on that. No, I think at yeah. one point it was. Yeah. I might want to buy these shoes. So I, I think I've eliminated that. But now I just don't want to see the number go down. Because cause I, 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 I've been there where I'm, un, where I'm minus 50, you know, and, <laughs> and you just don't want to see that. And then, you know, that can spiral pinball and it can get way out of control, you know. And so I'm, I got to change my philosophy. And I think that just comes with a scarcity mindset. Like, nigga, Definitely. let it go. Definitely. Let it go. It's It'll a, it's come a, back. It's a flow. Yeah. And the more you're taking care of it, and I'm talking to myself, the more I'm taking care of that shit, the more good shit will happen. Cause it, and, and let's think about the opposite. The more you don't take care of that shit, the more opportunities for more shit to compound on top of that. Now you got to deal with this. And we, we both know my person. How many times that, oh, like friends, I used to always say, Chris, man, you know, you got to, I got, I got the worst luck with tires. It's like, nigga, you, you know, bad luck with tires. <laughs> yeah, you got to fucking, you see the wire and you keep driving. Right, like, nigga, like, right now I got a little wire. It's like, nigga, like. <laughs> That's not bad luck. That's just, you don't, you're just, you're just bullshitting. Letting the time bomb go off. Yeah, you right. Got, you got a ticking time bomb. And it's, so it's, so like, what the fuck is that? It's just bad habits, obviously. It's not, you're right. It's a scarcity mindset. You need to, I, you need to feel that, like get comfortable feeling that burn mm. and know that to just do it and just know that like, it's all going to be good. Like, mm. I, I don't know about you. Again, I, I operate my best when my back's to the wall. So like, if like that, what you're explaining right there would be a dream. Like as far as like, just like, oh, okay. Like I'll, I'll, I'm going to figure this wow, out. So got a little Cause now go. I got to like, now, now, now I got to figure something out. And when I have to figure something out, that's when good shit goes down. So it's like, mm. and yeah. and and if I listen to my own fucking advice, and not necessarily that this is bad, bad shit, but when the shit gets hairy, typically, the good shit's right behind that. Yeah, but just think. So if, if you're worried about your account dropping down, the number going down, you'd be like, uh, but if it does go down, I, I I don't know about you, but I feel like you'd be more likely to come up with a solution. Let's say to like. I got to make a little more money or I got to do whatever to get, get some more money versus because your number's up, you're like this false sense of comfort, comfort that yeah. like, you're like, uh, I'm, I'm good, but you're not, you're not good at all. You're like fake good until the bottom <laughs> goes up. Yeah, <laughs> so, so. And then now you're fucked. Just get it out. Take that, jump in that cold shower. Call it. And then, up. and then and just figure, figure it out. It out. Kind of like another thing too, with, uh, Paying for the membership for the year versus monthly. Yep. Are you a monthly or a yearly guy? Or does it depend on the thing? Well, I guess it depends on the thing because, like, I also like the ability to, like, back out. Like, you know, if I, if, if I was, like, contracted, let's say I'm, like, I'm paying for 12 months no matter what, and one's cheaper, then I'll go, I'd pay the 12 months, obviously, and, and save the money. But if 
Like like Amazon. Could, you pay the yearly? I don't pay. I, Courtney does the Amazon. Would you pay the yearly? Well, I don't even know what the deal is. What, what's the I, deal? It's a good it point. Cheaper? But I, I, I would admit, yes, I think it's definitely cheaper. And are you, are you locked in? Because, again, I like to, to be able to get out. So if I could, again, if it's month to month and it's a couple bucks more, but I'm able to bail whenever I want. So to you, that's worth it. Uh, depending on what it is. It depends on what it is. But yeah, oftentimes I, I, I would do that, I guess, just because I don't like to be stuck in anything. But um. You know what else I've had an issue with, and I'm, I'm getting better with this now, but I had an issue with this is, is when you owe something, even in those situations, it's not as dire as... This is my old thinking. It was, it's like, oh, okay, I owe them niggas some money, but okay. <laughs> like, I don't even know what you're saying. <laughs> what is that like, like, for instance, like, you, like, uh, like, like, a, like an important bill or a student loan or some shit. And you're just like, you know what? I ain't got it. So, you know. Well, I, first of all, this pandemic has, like, taken that to, like, level 12 for everybody. Like, it's just, everyone's just like, what you going to do? <laughs> like at the end of the fucking day what you gonna do gonna and do? everyone's just like i don't know but I, but I felt this way even before the pandemic though i was always like but now long-term big vision thinking like that little shit could fuck with your shit in the long run if you don't take care oh, of it definitely. so now i'm like oh, nigga, you also just just i guess this helped me big time with this but like picture that you are like that picture your business and picture that you provided a service or, or something for someone. And then I just said, huh, fuck you. Mm-hmm. you know, the you. golden rule. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Do as you mm. to others as you want done to yourself. Cause let me tell you something. That's the shittiest feeling in the world. When someone stiffs you, you fucking put your heart, you know, I mean, your, I feel that way at the restaurant, like at a table, that shit is like, damn, Nick, I fucking so- brutal. So that yeah. that's like, Helps you kind of realize, man, that like, you know, because everyone has this mojo. False, it's mojo too. Oh, it's definitely mojo. But people, people always feel like these all businesses are all fucking billionaires, and they, you know, they don't, they don't, they don't give a fuck. It, it ain't gonna hurt them. But I don't know. That ain't necessarily the case. Man, that, that, that's that's a good way to look at. It. Like, well, like, all right, you can do that. But what if that was your business? Damn, that's vicious. Because one thing that I know cares none will have. Is business integrity, yeah. especially when it comes to customers, because I believe that I believe that's the whole idea of the people, right? So, like, where I'm at now, and where where I guarantee going forward is that I'm gonna make it right, even if it costs me. Just imagine, just I'm just saying, just imagine like someone puts in an order for twenty hoodies, you order them up, you ship them out, which has happened, trust, not that I'm big, saying, because you trust them, you ordered them, you made them, you sent them oh, out, sent them, you sent them out, and then it's just like. Hey, hey, sorry, nigga. Uh, who is that? The one dude said, um, uh, shout out to Lamar. He, he told me he was, he's been in rooms, I think you have too, where in a closed room, a guy fucked another guy over and literally said to his face, yeah, I fucked your, what the fuck you going to do about it? In business. Like, that's crazy. Like, that happens? Oh, oh. Like, and, and I know your industry gets a little hairy like that. Oh, yeah, because uh, my industry, they'll just shortchange you, basically. And uh, the only thing you could do is put a lien on a property, right? So, like, let's say 
say someone shorts me like 10% of my contract. Supposedly, as a rumor goes, Trump is notorious for this with his buildings. Mm. And you, you, you hold like a retainage, let's say, right? And uh, let's just say the retainage is like 10 grand, 20 grand, whatever the number is. I don't know. Well, you just shortchange them. And then at the end of the day, they got to go through this whole process, lawyers, court, which costs all this shit, which costs a bunch of money. So like I've had several times where a customer shortchanged me five, 10 grand, something like that. And call a lawyer and he'll be like, dude, you want the, you want my real advice? And I'm like, yeah, what's up? Hit me with it. And he's like, I'm going to charge you way fucking more than this five or 10 grand that it's going to cost you. To, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to cost you a lot more. Just and a, did they know they're doing that? The other people? Yeah. No, you, uh, I mean, a hundred percent. I like n- no questions asked. I could short, like someone could short me five grand and I'm letting it go. I mean, I'll bother. I'll annoy him about it, but I'm not, I'm not, not going to court. It's going to cost me more money. And they're like the, the way that the, the laws work like they are like you could technically get back your attorney's fees, but like they really don't do it. So it's a risk you have to take. You have to like gamble on will they or will they not give me my attorney's fees? So you don't think is OK. He said he's been in a situation where the guy literally looked him in the eye and said, what are you going to do about to prove it? So, <laughs> like, like so that, that guy, he's got to be pecking heat or something because that's a, he's having a fight that's it hey steve and then cut you say steve steve carl what the fuck are you gonna do <laughs> i know you you're gonna lose your shit what are you gonna do somebody comes to you like that and goes steve carl i know you're supposed to get 50 grand but i'm not giving it to you the fuck are you gonna do about it how do you <laughs> I'm not gonna sit here and pretend to be some type of gangster, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna walk away, and then I'm gonna be thinking about really <laughs> nefarious ways to fucking end you and your entire family. Uh, Kevin O'Leary, he goes, you got to realize this shit's a, it's so crazy because I don't want to, and I feel like the way you started your business is you want to do it the right way. We've had these conversations yeah. too about, you know, I, I, I see that there's a, a pain point that this is a shitty fucking industry and I want to come in here and do it the more noble way, right? And you've since told me that, man, like, it's, it's really hard to run business with, with that pure of a soul, right? You told me that. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're right. Kevin O'Leary also said, it's a fucking bit. It's a war out here. And I'm like, and he, he's, they, he called Mr. Wonderful. He's like, he's like a nice guy, but he's like, he's cutthroat, though. Yeah, and that's what you got to be. So, and which... But so does that mean that I'm wrong in saying that I'm customer first? Like I'm for real when I say that. No, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Your your enemy isn't your customers. It's more, uh, you know, the competition. So it's like. Or the B2B type shit. Yeah, because you, you can't be Mr. Nice Guy to everybody and, and if your competitors are not. Now I don't mean your customers. I mean again, you can. There's a lot of businesses where they're savages, like to their, yeah, to their employees or to the to their uh, vendors and suppliers, and then they're just fucking peaches to the customers. I, I, I hear Amazon. I only difference is I I would say that from the people that I have spoke to that have worked at Amazon, they described it as more of a lovely place to work than. I know the you, the customer service is impeccable. Yeah, but like that, I mean, who knows? That, that that's goals, man. Amazon's goals. 
they're, they're so vicious. Like, I had some shit come up missing. Like, some, some, some shit that delivered. They just like, yeah, we got it. I can't remember what the what the story was that I heard, but it was like J.C. Penny or something like that. You ever heard this? Where like, whatever store it was, they had to return policy. would just take back everything. <laughs> I think you told and me. And someone, <laughs> someone came with an automotive tire <laughs> you told to return, me. and they don't sell fucking tires, but they took it back because they just had a policy of like. Now, now, back. now, what, what <laughs> part of that is ridiculous though? It's you know what I'm saying, like nigga, like for instance, I'm all about the customer, but if you return me some some <laughs> shoes that I've never sold you, I, it's ridiculous. But it's like it's, <laughs> like it takes it a whole new point or a whole new uh, level that I've never heard. But, of. but don't you have to be careful with that because then if that word gets out, because I'm sure the nigga who did that was like, you about to put everybody? I would put everybody on, like you know, you would think. I think that the guy, this guy, or it be, could just be a fucking bullshit story. <laughs> That's got to be. Now, I, I've heard stories with returns that they're like, you know what? Like, they're really, really loose on what they return. Like, for instance, Amazon. Bro, I'm telling you. And then, and same thing with Google. You know, I got a Google phone, so I talk, you know, when I'm dealing with shit. Customer service is out, nice, kind. They handle shit. All, the, the wording. And, but the, and, you, and you really notice it when you, when you see bad, bad customer services. Is like a, that's a thing? That's like a thing now. That niggas should just do that. Niggas just shitty service. You ever call Comcast? It's been years, but they're brutal, right? Are they brutal? <laughs> Shout out to Comcast. Wait, what's so? Give me a story. <laughs> they're bad. They're it, bad. They're real bad. First of all, you're gonna be on hold for like four hours, <laughs> and then when you get through, wait, you got Comcast? Hell, I did. I'll never get Comcast again <laughs> after the customer service. It's bad, man. And, 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 and do you think we notice it more because we're in business? Maybe. That's I'd be noticing. I'd be like, damn. Like, there's this girl at uh, at uh, at um, Export. And, you you know, everyone else is always like, hey, how you doing? No, have a good day. And she's always like, hi. They won't even just. I'm like, and I, I feel that. Now, maybe I. give a fuck, yeah. I'm like, man, it's like, are you, mis- like, damn, you that miserable? Like, you probably shouldn't be there. Yeah, and that's like the bosses should identify that and work on it. I I have run into them, and I always try as I know you you'll say you'll say, say something. something. Yeah, you'll say I something. I won't I won't like go crazy, but it's just like <laughs> you have a problem with me. Like, <laughs> like what did I do to you? And they always back down. Yeah, if, they, if you yeah. if you acknowledge their shitty ass Every fucking time. attitude, they will time. turn it around real quick. Because then they realize, oh, they, do, so do you think that they don't even realize they're being shitty? No, I think they do. I think it's just like they are miserable fucks and they want, like, <laughs> to fight. You know what I mean? Like, they, they, they want to seek out other miserable fucks and brawl with them. And when you don't give them that, then they're like, oh, cool. Okay, you, you, you're not. Okay, we're not doing this. All right, I'll be cool. Nigga, I went to the DMV the other day. Ooh, okay. They righteous. They they can be pretty. They can be pretty. And they're so. And I get. I I understand where they're coming from because niggas ask dumb questions and shit, and it's it's repetitive. So the it, it seems like the way they come at it is, I know what you need more than what you know. So yeah. this this. Let me see what you got. Go left. Da da da. And that's how they direct. So it's they're very direct in the fucking DMV game. I got you. Go to Vernon Hills. DMV. Nice guy. Nice guy. That yeah. Yeah. Cause I gotta go. 
Always. What, what about movie. the one? Uh, like in, Yeah, I remember it was like no line. I don't, I don't know if that's still the case. Yeah, I don't know. But I remember we went. And it was like it was like this no, is like a secret spot. Yeah, yeah that shit was a that G. Was an underground spot where you no, no line. Wait. It's cool. Get it out the way. They cool. Man, no, dude at Vernon Hills is is. I mean, I deal with him all the time, and he's super nice. Is it is it a big like facility? It's a big facility, but I, the like, guy he, like in, he is always somehow in my path. I, I don't know what like <laughs> maybe it's just because I'm I'm doing truck registration, so like he works that department maybe, but. I always like it's weird though, cause so maybe now that now that we're talking about this, maybe it's not as random as I think, cause like <laughs> I get a number, but he always calls me, and there's like a bunch of people now. Now that I'm talking out loud about this, it's very oh, weird. Probably but a maybe he, thing. yeah, maybe he, it, it's like uh, okay, okay. So long story short, we're gonna end this then. But long story short, oh no, you gotta give two more pieces of advice. Damn, my fault. <laughs> the first one was don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Um, for yeah, probably know your uh, know your know your numbers, know your costs, know your just uh, um, know all the numbers, just clarity, pretty much, right? Yeah, just to make sure that you're you're profitable or you're not profitable. You know what I mean? Like you need to you need to understand that. Oh, and then I think Tarif would be pay yourself. I I, I think that's uh, that was like the first thing you told me. I think that that was one that. Uh, How do you pay yourself when you? The money ain't coming in like that in the beginning. See, the, I again, this might maybe I'm giving terrible advice here. I'm not sure, but the way that my brain operates is that, like, it has to up. It it has to because it's uh, like I need. At the very least, you're not having a big ask here to have one person on a payroll, a company to have one person working for it, right? So, the the business should be able to pay one person to work, you know, like, like, so, I mean, cause there, I guess the question becomes the difference between it being like a full on business or like your, um, if it was like you have a job and then you're also doing this as a side gig, which is not the case for you. So yeah, like you need to be doing everything in your power and all of your energies need to be focused on, in my opinion, on generating enough sales to pay for yourself to do the work that needs to be done. I mean, that at a minimum. And then once that's done, then you can start, you know, repurposing the other stuff to expand and grow it. So, so customer acquisition should be a huge focus. I, I, I would think so. I would think to get to start driving enough sales so that the company can pay you, even if it's not where you want to be in the long Just run. Just something. Something, for sure. Yeah, because right now I'm kind of, like I'm throwing this shit out, and I'm advertising, and, and I'm going to value, and, and but the, the sales come in sporadically. Mm -hmm. Like today I had a good day, but yesterday, like for two days it was nothing. But then like tomorrow might be just one, but then like, you know, and it's so like there's no rhyme Which or reason. might be the way that retail works. I, you know what I mean? Like I don't know. Exactly. I don't know that game very well, but I think that you need to yeah, make sure that you're doing everything in your power to generate enough to at least pay myself to pay yourself. And then you. OK. All right. Well, where, where do you think we at? I'd say about two. One fifty five. OK, that's pretty good. 
You, last time, you still got the record. You and you and Allen got the record for the closest. You were off by like 10 seconds last time. That was pretty <laughs> good. Um, I know you don't give a fuck about knowing no one finds you, but you can find me at caresnone.com. Shout out Iron Fire. You never know. You might. No. <laughs> nah. <laughs> well, I already did it now. Uh, you can find me at caresnone.com. Everything you need to know. I want to say shout out and thank you to the whole Cares None Nation. All you my. It, I'm selling a lot of shit now. Now, I know I just said, like, yesterday, I sold nothing, but, for, like, in the grand scheme of things, it's doing pretty good. I and, agree. And, um... Do we... I, my whole damn closet's I, 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 I know. It is, you know what's crazy? A lot of motherfuckers have that. That's you did crazy. a really good... Uh, I was, we were having dinner today, and uh, Courtney must have popped open the Facebook or something, and did you say something about taking a picture or something? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's all... So, so... She thought it was a good idea? Oh, she's... No, she's bound, like, coming for it. Oh, perfect. We got the ideas flowing. Oh, we got good. some good yeah, ideas. So you motherfuckers out there, you better come correct with the pictures. Yeah, so I, I want to get the exact details of when I want to do it and post it because I would love to generate some sales from this. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but I also, there's some people who took some dope photos before. Is that, you think that's a good idea? To let them in, you're saying? Yeah. I feel like, because they're like, like Joey took a dope one in front of the fucking Las Vegas sign. That's cool as fuck. No, illegal. Really? I mean, tell them to go do it again. Because, no, you already acknowledged that it's dope and you want to include it now. Oh, but I'm not the one voting. Oh, who's voting? My IG. I'm going to let them vote. Okay, okay. Then, yeah. Yeah, I'm not voting. But now you just plug that picture. I mean, but you'll still be able to see the other ones. Yeah. yeah. No, I think, I think. think, uh, Yeah, I figured, like, let the people who already put in, and especially the ones who went out of their way to take a dope picture. I feel like, throw them a little love, no? Yeah, I think so. And still, it ain't up to me. It's up to the people. So what I think might be dope, the people might say it's trash. Mm, that's true. You know, so it is what it is. But, like, uh, shout out to all y'all, man. It, it's 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 supporting the dog shit out of me. It, it's giving me fulfillment. Uh, and 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 it's it's literally perfect. And to be honest, the Cares Nothing thing is going to be way more than clothes at the end of the day because it, it's a brand. I could put that on a fucking cup. And it would serve the same principle, yeah. like a cares none coffee mug, you know, like that's more than the clothes. Just wait, sure. it's clothes are just the thing that started it in the beginning. But so thank you to that. Um, and as always, cares none, <laughs> <laughs> nigga. <laughs> that is dope, man.